viu rico namorar pobre? Honestly, yeah, no. It really, I'm pretty sure it caused anger for fucking everyone. Not just Japanese people, but okay. Thank you, CNN. Um, hello, everyone. Hello. Hi. Sherry's here. She's wearing her little footy socks, so. Stop. You <laughs> sound like I'm a newborn. Just Why are you making a big that Sherry's here? She's here every week. I'm I know. I'm that's ever left. True. I'm trying to paint the picture for the friends. <laughs> just kidding. Are you happy about that? No. Like, do you want to be here Listen, or what? Listen, I'm just happy that the fans... You're happy that welcome the fans... Welcome back. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Great. Amazing. You were here last week, too, so welcome back to fucking what? Welcome back to the show. Oh, okay. the fans. Oh, oh, oh. I was going to say, everyone, this is a quick episode this week. Bitches are tired. We had hella auditions this week. <laughs> but Lots we're about to book. <laughs> but we're about to be okay. Okay. Awesome. So don't expect a lot from us. We're thinking 45 minutes tops. Oops. We're thinking 45. <laughs> Under control. Take it. No more babies. <laughs> no more. No more. <laughs> But yeah, it'll be short, easy breezy. Enjoy your Friday. But we do have a couple things that we'll discuss. So I have not really something that I watched, but something that happened this week that I thought was kind of cool, but also crazy. I don't know if you guys saw this, but this Instagram influencer got proposed to slash married via Instagram story. And it was crazy. Like it was like a viral sensation. Like... Vogue had posted about them. Elle magazine had posted about them. And, like, people were watching their engagement slash marriage in real time. So, basically, her boyfriend, now husband, posted a story last Tuesday. And was, like, this well-produced video where he was basically, like, I have to ask you the most important question of my life. But first, you have to do all this shit. Takes her on this scavenger hunt. At one point, she ends up going to the Hamptons. Then she gets a clue that she's going to Miami, goes to Miami, thinks she's meeting her her boyfriend there. Unbeknownst to her, he's not there. He posts another story while they're in this restaurant in Miami. Turns out she's choosing the next destination. It was like Rome, Paris, or London. She says Paris. He, they fly to Paris, and the very next day they get fucking married at a castle. It was crazy. It was like truly such a riveting experience. I don't know how to feel because I wouldn't want to get engaged slash married on social media, but I loved consuming it. It was like I couldn't stop. I woke up at like when she was on her international flight to Paris was the longest like eight hours of my life. Well, here's I was the thing. like, that's I my can't. comment on this whole thing is I'd be like, listen, I know that she's excited. That's incredible, but like, that's a lot of flight. It is. That's a lot of flying. It is. I'd be like, it's better be worth it. Like, right. It was. It was right. worth it. I have to show you guys the pictures. It's crazy. Ooh. Cute. Did you guys see anything crazy um, out in the world this week? I mentioned it last week, but it's going to be my thing again this week just because episode two was great. But I'm hooked on Euphoria. Euphoria on HBO is so good. It's great. Mm, I haven't seen this seen this week's episode. I'm behind. It's really good. It's wild. I'm trash. Let Crazy me get someone's shit. login. Oh yeah, girl, I got yeah, you. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> I got you. Thank you. Okay, Sherry, what about you? Um, my crazy thing that I've seen this week is I just wanna say that Shane was right. Um, I would like to correct two things that I thought were true last week and Shane oh. was right about them. The first one is from my royalty 
it is Tokyo Valentino, not oh. Tokyo Valentine. Like, <laughs> Number two, Shane, I got on him for not sending me a dick pic, and he did. I checked the dates. It is in my little messages. Okay, so how about we just dive right in, head first. That was me diving into the water. All right. Blowing bubbles. So... News Similarly to that, there was some stupid shit that happened this week. Oh my god, so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Every week I'm like, how the hell are these people famous? Like, this week isn't even really deep. This is your it's one dumb shit. Oh my god, it's humiliating. <laughs> this is where I'm like, if you were ever thinking, if you're an international listener, if you were ever thinking of moving to the United States, don't. Okay, because this place is a vapid <laughs> wasteland of stupidity. Like, what goes on here? It's crazy. No one respects anyone. Everyone just treads all over everybody else's rights like it's fucked up okay so today everyone found out that kim kardashian uh, once again we're talking about we're her. talking about this bitch but, again but it has been some time so i think we're fine to discuss her it hasn't been long enough it hasn't <laughs> honestly i wish she would just like disappear nobody else has been repeated on this show except for kim kardashian right it's sad. Wow. And Billy Porter, actually. We talked about Billy but Porter. But in twice. good ways. Like, yeah. we've never talked shit about him. He, oh, he He's on here because we're praising him. Right. We've we, never praised him. No, Kim no. One time, one time we did say, Billy Porter, why are you on, uh, you need to calm down. No, we said we understand because he's a oh, Broadway we did? actor and he doesn't get paid a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, We did. We understand. I okay, understand right. that. Yeah. Any, anyway, so Kim Kardashian, the way that this was announced was that her long-awaited body shapewear line is coming out. I didn't know we were waiting out. for it. I wasn't waiting for a damn thing. Why? Because Spanx exists. I'm not waiting for <laughs> I your I am waiting line. for her to stop this nonsense. That's <laughs> what I'm waiting for. <laughs> she finally announces she's not going to law school. She said. Right. It's the only <laughs> announcement. What? Well, with, with, with this new announcement, she might want to go to law school so that she can defend herself because... Oy. Yikes. Damn. So, Kim Kardashian today announced her new shapewear line very appropriately named kimono. <laughs> I no. it doesn't even sound like it makes any damn because sense. it's already a word. The and traditional Japanese garb. That's what she announced okay. that her shapewear is called. Like, Correct I don't even... me if I'm wrong. Is a kimono not a Japanese robe? Traditional it's Japanese. Japanese. Very it's a Japanese it's old Japanese word. Okay, but it's a robe, right? Yes. So what Kim's making is not a robe, so it doesn't even <laughs> make sense because like I can understand if you're making like an updated version of a kimono, but like what she made has no resemblance to a kimono at all. So why the hell did you even name it that? Like it just doesn't even make sense. But you know she thought she was so clever whenever she came up with this, even though she didn't nobody stopped her and went, You know that's already a fucking word, right? <laughs> like, and you know what people say? Like, people make fun of the Kardashians because they didn't go to college. But look at the empire they made. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll give them props for that. But reading is fundamental. She went to college. And, and you didn't. I think she dropped out. No, that was Kanye. Oh. <laughs> Where'd she go? She Arizona. has a degree. Yeah. Let's look it up. I know she has Courtney a went to college. Either way. Here, real quick, just Remember, since we asked about it, the actual like definition of kimono is a long, loose robe with wide sleeves and tied with a sash, originally worn as a formal garment in Japan. Mm-hmm. So... What is this? Well, how does that equate to shapewear? I don't understand. <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> it's it, the opposite. It, kimonos are not supposed to 
emphasize your body in exactly. I mean, I know that like, they do tire on the sash, and maybe it gets a little bit tighter on the waist, but like it's loose. It's and wide it, sleeve. It just literally, it, not only is it offensive, it just doesn't make any damn sense. No, like, which what? makes it more offensive. Exactly. Like, <laughs> there was no reason for you to appropriate this culture with the name. Like, why'd you do that? I just don't understand. I don't understand what goes through these people's heads. Where's your publicist? Don't you hire people to think for you? Like, I don't get it. But and she's got like, people backing her. Oh, I don't understand. And I'm like, Chrissy Teigen, girl, you know I love you, but as a fellow Asian person, like, you really need to stand in solidarity with your like, Asian right. friends. Like, come on. I'm not Nigerian, but if some shit goes down with the Nigerians, I'm going to lump together with other brown people. Like, whoa, that's fucked up. Like, I'm going to do that just because that's what you do. Like, you look out for your own. I just don't understand. Okay. It makes no sense to Pause. me. Pause. So I looked it up. You were right. She briefly went to college, did not graduate. It just makes it that much worse that this bitch is trying to get a law school <laughs> degree. She does not have an undergrad education at all. Not an associate. Some fucking nothing. <laughs> what? And it's clear. Oh my God. The critical thinking is non-existent. Like, I do not get why anybody said this would be okay like any everybody she ran this idea by nobody was like you know kim this could definitely cause some alarm because, because they're thinking of the cash that's about to roll in on it regardless of what the name is who buys the kardashians products like i ask myself this often who was buying kylie jenner's lip kits who is buying kim kardashian's shapewear i know a lot of younger girls are buying yeah they are yeah Oh, why? Like a lot of influencers. But you have to realize that a lot of influencers are promoting it, and so the people they're promoting to are buying it. Those which are for Jeffree Star, who Ooh. constantly <laughs> roasts the Kardashians for their shitty products. He's like, Kim, what is this? Constantly. Remember when Kylie came up with the lip kits and the brushes were so fucked up? Like, with the splayed ends? <laughs> Wasn't Jeffree Star just involved in some shit? Always with always, Kat Von yeah. D. Yes, that's always. what I want. He also said something racist more than once. He's always entangled with James Charles, who is also another troublemaker. Okay, listen. Okay. <laughs> I, we don't need to talk about James Charles right now, but. I'm interested to hear. Fuck that guy. About <laughs> James Charles? Yes. I don't honestly know God. anything about him because I try my very hardest to not make regular people famous for no fucking reason. Like, the fact that people who make YouTube videos are millionaires is so mind-boggling to me, and I just try not to support that, because what the fuck? Why? Like, I don't He's understand. He's the first cover boy, so I guess he does have some clout. He does, but I think he's he's kind of... Problematic. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. And that's that's where I have it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I think it's cool that you're the first cover boy and all that. Like, that's great. Isn't However, that what Tati said? You've kind of taken Is off that with that, though. And, like, now it's become this whole thing that you feel like you deserve all of this stuff that's coming for you. Like, you're charging, like, what was it? He was charging, like, $600-something, I think, for tickets for his tour. Oh, my God. Or something like that. Yeah. I want to don't quote me on that. But, like, look it up if not. But, like, no, he was charging massive amounts of money. And people were like, are you kidding me? Like, he made fun of somebody one time who couldn't, like pay him enough money to like support their product because like and he like made fun of them basically for being poor like, see i feel yeah. like and being a startup when regular people become famous for doing like very normal things they don't know how to handle it that's why they're so that's why these people become so problematic because it's like they have to do something crazy in order to like stay relevant because mm -hmm. they're not famous for something like well, you also need to watch what you say a couple weeks ago the most yeah. recent thing he was involved in was whenever on his on a youtube video 
um, he was being interviewed and somebody asked him like, oh, it's like, do you consider yourself like fully gay? And he was like, well, I don't know. I've been really attracted to trans men in the past. Oh, Lord. And everybody went, oh, excuse Lord. me? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. What? You cannot say shit like that. And also the fact that it even got uploaded. Like, that wasn't live. You could have stopped that from getting out. But you didn't. You didn't see that as problematic. Mm -hmm. Well, That's that's, very problematic. That's how I feel. I'm like, they are not prepared for fame. I think it's different because he's been famous for a while. He's Mm -hmm. been famous since... He's essentially a child star. Because he got famous when he was, like, 15. And, like, his... uh, high school photo became famous because mm-hmm. of like oh my god the mm-hmm. makeup on it he's been famous for a while i think he's like 20 now but so i blame his team for that yeah it's I don't not like you made this comment him. about trans yeah. men in high school you made it no he made it like a couple yes. weeks ago and it's like after that whole thing with tati like he got like he was reamed by her for 40 minutes mm-hmm. in a youtube video and then he cried and then he cried he was like you guys i'm like so sorry and i'm i'm just and he's best friends with nikita dragon so it's just kind of like you're speaking your foreign language to me who the fuck's tati <laughs> who's nikita dragon you didn't hear about Who that whole youtube that whole youtube problem i'm not joking i don't make youtube i will i refuse to make youtube people a priority in my life i refuse it wasn't a priority unless you're jackie Ina and you're doing more for me than just being a youtube celebrity i couldn't avoid it because the image i was like i literally saw like on twitter like of the video of him crying and i was like what's this motherfucker crying about right now and it's because someone (laughs) this this is actually a problem because he was actually manipulating a lot of people Mm -hmm. to do whatever he wanted so what he would do is he has garnered so much quote-unquote fame that uh tati called him out for this uh, which so who Tati, Tati is? Thank you. Tati, <laughs> it was kind of like his mentor uh-huh. in YouTube. She's an older woman. He did the makeup for her wedding. They've known each other for a while. She kind of helped him get up, you know, because he was like a young talent. She's a big makeup. She's a yeah, yeah. She's a big makeup and person. So he did the makeup for her wedding. Like you don't just get random people to do that. Like that's a huge honor. So they were, and then. Finally, she came out in this video where she's like, James Charles has gotten out of hand. I cannot be with him. And these are the reasons why. She gave examples, everything. One of the examples she gave is how he uses his power and status to make straight men kind of like go after him. right. Mm -hmm. So he would like, um, he would flirt with them and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, like I'm straight. And he'd be like, for now type thing, like kind of make them do whatever he wanted them to do. He loved to chase men that weren't into him. But which is predatory. Literally. Mm. And she's like, that's a problem because that's super especially now in 2019, like we you will get It's very problematic. Ups. And then she started talking about how, especially when it comes to money, how he would he said this on Twitter. Um, if you didn't offer him the right package, like money-wise, he would not review your product. So people were like, so do you like these products or are you just getting paid? But that's what they all do. Yeah, but he was stupid enough to say that. Right. So everyone's like, so we literally pay for these products that you're endorsing. You literally just told us that you didn't want to do it because so-and-so gave you more money. So do you like them or no? Mm-hmm. So he's getting... <laughs> he's just under a lot of fire. And he's been laying low because he Tati put him on blast. For 40 minutes on YouTube. She went in. I feel like we should just leave influencers 
where they are. Oh my like, God! Hold on. Speaking of influencers, he also got in the in, into the fire because he posted a thing from the Met Gala because he was at the Met Gala. Yes. And he made a comment where he was like, "I'm so happy that we had more influencer representation in the media." And everybody said, "Are you equating <laughs> influencers to like actually like marginalized like minority groups?" As far as we need more influencer representation, this was a huge I step have forward. No words. Yeah. I need less influencer representation. The influencers <laughs> too much. are doing a lot. Like, I don't need you quasi-famous people to be everywhere. Why are you at the Met Gala? What the fuck are you doing there? No else was at the Met Gala? Lady Gaga, you guys should not be in the same room. Like, what do you mean? Holy like, essentially, shit. you're a makeup artist that has FaceTime. Right. How? Right. How? And it's like, let's just leave them where they are. Let Kim exist on E! on Keeping Up With The Kardashians and leave it there. Why the hell does she have to permeate my life in so many ways? I don't want a shapewear line. I don't want your body makeup. I don't want your fucking face makeup. Just stop. Just be on TV. Just do what you do. Eat salads all day and Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Like, that's fine. I'm fine with you existing there. But stop doing the most. It's annoying. All of these influencers do. It's like, they're always trying to come up with the next thing. Like, bitch, I don't want your emojis. And I don't want your kimono. Your kimojis? Like, <laughs> your kimojis and your kimono. Like, it's corny. <laughs> it's really corny. You oh. know what the one thing that I'm not going to lie, that like, remember whenever she came up with that Kim Kardashian Hollywood ad? Oh, I love that. I was obsessed. <laughs> Amazing. So true. Listen, Remember when she I flew out? I got the A-list too. When she flew out to the Fountain Blue when we partied at Liv? Oh my God. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, I went, I got lit for that app. I would sit there like backstage of rehearsals, like sitting there like on my fucking thing. Like I have to go to a meeting. Like, oh, I, I paid money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I paid money for more stars. So you know when like you would run out of your stars because you played right. it too much, you had to wait for them to regenerate. <laughs> I couldn't wait. Like I wanted to play it right now. I, I, had, I had two boyfriends at once one time, and they were getting mad at each other because yes. like, <laughs> that game was so fun in real life or in the game. Or in both? the game. Oh, that was <laughs> a bop. But it wasn't because it was Kim Kardashian. It was just a fun game. It was a fun game. But go back to making that kind of stuff. Like I don't yeah. need. I don't need a kimono. Stop taking yourself too seriously, bitch. We just want really? a couple of cheesy ass internet games. Like, like that's we it. all have bitmojis. I have my animoji. Like I don't need this anymore. I think that's where she's falling out. Right. Like, I can do this on my own. We have. She's things. trying to like make an empire over everything that already exists. Exactly. Stop. Stop. <laughs> like, Stop. Literally colonizing. Make something new. <laughs> like, Thank you. But that <laughs> takes intelligence. That takes actual hard work and understanding to invent things like yeah well oh. let me know what she makes on the lsat damn she doesn't have to take it bitch that's the problem <laughs> <laughs> she, okay, she doesn't have to take it no she's that's the, the problem she just has to take the bar <laughs> yes you're right bitch you did not even graduate college like how are you gonna take the bar one of it's a hard fucking test especially in california Whole ass people that have undergraduate degrees and law degrees have, have trouble have passing. Undergraduate it. degrees. I want to see your high school diploma. I'm, I'm <laughs> questioning everything. I'm questioning everything. Like I did not know she did not have an undergrad degree. Maybe Aunt Becky bought her way into. It's ridiculous, honestly. Damn. Like Kim Kardashian just pisses me off, and it's like I don't want to be this annoyed by her. I want to live my life and not think about Kim Kardashian, but she just keeps She's everywhere. on 
doing it. Like, I wonder. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way nobody knew that this was going to freak people out. Like, maybe this is a way for them to get us talking about her because it's like when you're an influencer and you don't do anything, you're Let's not talented. Piss a lot of people off. Yes, she's yeah. not talented. It's not like she does anything that keeps us invested. It's not like actors would like come out with the movies and you're invested in their career or I don't know, inventors who come up with a new product. Like, no, she doesn't do anything. So it's just like you have to do controversy after controversy in order to keep us talking about this. So let's this. trademark the word kimono and see how many right. people can piss off. Exactly. So I was talking about this with someone. I actually got in a huge fight a couple years ago where someone was like, Kim Kardashian is not relevant to pop culture. I was like, eh. Kim Kardashian and the Kardashian clan were a huge part of pop culture. And we were talking about this the other day mm-hmm. because of the rise of reality TV. Mm-hmm. So to say that the they Kim Kardashian that. clan mm-hmm. is not a part of pop culture is completely incorrect. It's so crazy to me how people become so famous just for being themselves. Or like, a sex tape. It's hard for me to understand because I don't really get that interested in influencers. Like I can't think of many influencers well, I don't that don't care about a single one. Yeah, that I'm like that I'm like dying to know what they're doing. Like I can't think of somebody that I know that's an influencer that I'm actually following, that I actually care about. But it's so weird because I feel like younger generations, they care. They want to know what Kylie Jenner is doing. They want to know. They want to wear her outfits. They want to buy her lip kits. They want to do what she's, they truly love And these people literally vlog a regular day. They don't do anything. There are some of them that just do five minutes a day of them walking down the street. And they get millions. Millions. Millions of views. But either way, I don't think being famous gives you a right to disrespect other people's culture and identity yeah. like it's rude never you shouldn't do that it's not nice it makes people feel small when you take something that they have been doing and that they are super proud of and make it seem like you're making something new that's rude it makes people feel invisible and it's just not cool you're right but that's that on that that's when we that come back that. we're gonna talk about a very irate father who's been banned from espn Damn. After this. All right. So earlier this week, first of all, do you guys know who LeVar Ball is? Nope. Okay. He's a petulant asshole who's the father (laughs) of all of these little boys whose names begin with L that play basketball. So, not that one. (laughs) Not that one. His last name's James. What's wrong with you? They all smell. So, he has hella children, all with the names that begin with L. Lonzo Ball is the popular one. So, Lonzo Ball is the one who's now playing in the NBA. Um, Leangelo, I think, is the middle child who got shipped off to another country because he's not good enough to play. In the USA. And then the other one is Lamello. I know. Hard to keep track of. Lonzo's the only relevant one. So Lonzo Ball was allegedly, when he was bursting onto the scene, this hugely famous basketball kid. I think he played at UCLA. And there was so much buzz around him going pro. Um, And, of course, because everything was perfect for him, when he did enter the NBA, he was drafted by the LA Lakers. So everyone was like, oh my God, this is such a great tale. LA life, he's from California, he played at UCLA, so we already had tons of fans in the area, and now he's at the Lakers. 
this kid was so famous. I remember when he was on every, like, everyone was talking about him. If you knew anything about sports, everyone was talking about this kid. Like, Lonzo Ball was everywhere. And I remember thinking, this is a lot of pressure for an 18-year-old kid. Like, they're literally calling him, like, the second coming of Jesus Christ of basketball, basically. Like, it was crazy. Um, and the funny thing about Lonzo is that he's not a super outspoken kid, but his dad does not shut the hell up. Like, he is his manager. He is constantly taking all of these interviews. Like, his dad has become a celebrity for literally no apparent reason other than the fact that he just talks too much. Like, he talks a shit ton. Lonzo Ball, unfortunately, throughout the season, he was okay. I mean, we see that happen all the time. Lakers didn't even go to the finals. Um, And LeBron James also plays at the Lakers, so means you're doing something wrong so he got traded by the lakers and he's going somewhere else his dad was pissed because he has spent all the past year and a half talking this kid up about how he's going to be the biggest nba star in the world and he just didn't rise to the occasion he's pissed at the lakers he's just not great well, that's not an unattainable thing they sent him up right. something that is not attainable no like, of course he's a kid i don't think he's 18 i think he's i think he graduated from college so he's probably like 21 whatever he's still young but Whatever. His dad's super pissed and has been going on this basically like smear campaign of the Lakers for the past week. So he's on ESPN being interviewed about this whole situation with the Lakers. So it's first take on ESPN and all the men are talking at the same time or whatever. And Molly bravely interjects and is like, oh, I'd just like to switch gears for a second. To which LeVar Ball replies, you can switch gears with me any day. Yikes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, stick shift switch my gears. Yeah. The fuck? So you can tell Molly's uncomfortable, but she does a great job keeping her composure and is kind of like, let's just stay on track. And the other men are like, what the f- Awkward. So now ESPN has banned him from all of their platforms. Lonzo must be so embarrassed. <laughs> he must be so embarrassed. <laughs> This man has been on, like, talk shows saying, like, crazy stuff. You know what that is? That's, like, stage moms. It is. It's literally, it's a a stage parent. Like... It is. It's honestly too much. And there was a lot of talk... It is not your career. Right. And a lot of people were like, well, Lonzo Ball's only as this famous because of LeVar Ball. Like, he's talked him up so much. He's gotten him all these endorsements. And it's like, okay, but look what that did for him. Is that what he wanted? Probably not. Probably not. And look what that did for him because he couldn't couldn't rise to the occasion. Like, he's just a regular-ass kid trying to play basketball. His dad won't shut the hell up. Well, it's like, imagine, imagine your parent, like, in our situation, like hyping you up as like the greatest actor like you're the up and coming like you're the next no. like you know all this stuff like you're automatically right off the bat you're not going to do as well because you're already under this immense pressure that like I'm not going to be able to do that like that's not humanly possible right and part of the element of like people being incredible at something is I think the surprise of it right when you're not surprised by somebody and you're expecting these super high things you're not going to be as good but you know what really bothers me about this situation is the fact that Poor Molly Karam. Yeah. It is so hard to be a female sports analyst. Like, I can't mm-hmm. imagine how much work you have to do to get there. She's the only woman that was on the show at this time. And I can't imagine how embarrassed she felt because she's just trying to do her regular job. And this dude is, like, sexualizing her when she's on here air. to be a sports analyst. Doing her job, being a professional. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Mm. A lot of people are saying that ESPN took it too far by banning no, him, didn't. but what do you guys think? No, they didn't. I I think 
we have to make he took a risk so ESPN should take a risk back like why would you do that and if ESPN didn't respond like that I would say sexist <laughs> to be I mean, honest here's the thing it's not like it was just a like a an, uh, like a segment thing that they were airing with just anybody like that is one of their reporters and you just did that to her on air you're out like that's it you're finished you're yeah. not coming back that's like doing that to Robin Roberts why this Honestly, is not the time to shoot your shot your son should have shot his shot that's why uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay Ooh. damn, damn. and that's the real it's all too often that women are in a male-dominated field and men are over-sexualizing them in the workplace. Like, it's just not okay. The amount of work that she had to put in to get there. Like, I can't yeah. imagine. The thing is, this has been a long time coming for him. Like, oh, you, yeah. you got a big mouth, like, it's going to come back. Like, it's you, you got to watch it. Honestly, I feel like ESPN was waiting for a reason. Right. Like, shut the hell up already. As soon already. as they said that, the executives went, there we go. Perfect. Thank, you. Thank <laughs> you. Pull it. Pull the plug. We don't need to see this clown anymore. And people think he's funny, and I'm like, I don't think he's that funny. That wasn't he's funny He's obnoxious. He's so obnoxious. But people like obnoxious and crass things. Kim people Kardashian. love it. Oh, so Oh, true. my God. Chris. Ugh. But you know what really gets me? A lot of women were like, I don't see what the problem is. And I'm like, oh my gosh. A lot of women are abused. That's That's the problem. A lot of women have no idea that they are being like, like you guys have sexually harassed. Like, Like you don't even know. Crazy. They're like in the sunken place deep. They don't even know they're there. They're just in the sunken place. And it's crazy to me because what happens is when women discredit how other women feel, it gives men an excuse to be like, well, see, there was nothing wrong with that because Stacey over here says it's cool. That's like saying, well, I asked my black friend. Right. So that's literally the equivalent. Well, I asked another woman and she, do I care? But what I just don't understand, all these people that are like, oh, I don't see what the big deal is, would he have turned to Stephen A. Smith and said, oh, Stephen A., you can change my gears any day? He would never say that. He would never never say that. So that's how we know it was sexually charged and the fact that he's a disgusting misogynist. Well, I'm glad I don't have to watch him on TV anymore. But, you know, I'm really proud of ESPN for taking the stance Mm -hmm. that they did because it would be really easy for them to just brush it under the rug. I don't know how many people were watching and how many people truly cared, but... It was just messed up. And it's such a good stance for um, a male-dominated, I would say, company. Mm-hmm. Because for them to a take that... male-dominated industry. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the stereotype yeah. of sports. Like. Right. I'm glad that they that they did something because that's uncomfortable. She didn't choose this life. She didn't choose ovaries in periods. It's fucking uncomfortable. Can she just do her job? Is it possible? She did not choose this life, so let her do her damn job, please. She did it. She handled it with grace. Yeah, she didn't even help. I would have been like, excuse me? LeVar, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, LeVar? What about sw- switching your gear? Um, did anybody hear him say he wants me to switch his gear? Anybody. Like, I would have made the biggest deal. Like, what? She was so poised and well put together. She was like... Professional. You know what? Let's stay on track. Like, okay, girl. You know, also, too, you know what, what is sad about the whole thing, though, is the fact that, like, she didn't handle it so well, but you know that perhaps one of the reasons she handled it so well is because this is normal, like, oh. which is what sucks. Like, that's mm. what's so sad. Like, she's dealt with this before. She's like, okay, like, let's get back on track. Next. 
That's right. so messed up. Like, I'm sorry it's that not, I'm a woman and I'm attractive right. to look at. I'm sorry that women are beautiful and, like, we do nothing for it. We're just amazing to look at. And we have soft skin and beautiful hair and amazing eyelashes. Like, that's not my fault. I mean, have you looked at me? And though? boobies. You don't, I don't have boobies. Have I don't have those. <laughs> Boobies are amazing. I know. I like that. Are you intrigued by boobs oh, even as them. a gay man? I love them. I know because how could you not? Boobies are just like, they're boobies. <laughs> they're round. They're round. They're, they're soft. Fun. They're squishy. Like, <laughs> I like them. They're very physically appealing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's not our fault that we have boobies. You know who else's dad did this kind of shit? Who? Andrew Cunanan. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> so, yes, he did. So let's be let's on high be, alert right, for Lonzo all, Ball. Let's all be watching Lonzo. <laughs> yes. We might have a new American Crime Story season coming out. So. <laughs> I'm fond of it if he just gets his dad one time. <laughs> like, just one oh time. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Honestly. It'll be fun. Ah. It'll keep things interesting. Okay. Well, that's it on this segment. We will be back with royalty after this. Hey, bitches. <laughs> it's time for royalty, and it has been announced that I have won. I, Sherry, have won again. Thank you so much. Even though Shane fucked up the story, I really appreciate it. Okay, so mine is again a story from Twitter. Okay, <laughs> a story from. Here's the thing. Twitter. I'm just the fact that me and Amanda said nothing during that entire intro. We just sat here <laughs> and, let, and let you right. talk because you know what? We said do your thing. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like what? what? My story had such a huge plot twist. Like how did you win? I, I had a hidden one. sex basement. What are you talking about? I had the onion at my side, but yeah, yours was hilarious was too. Honestly, honestly Sherry's was good and all, but like mine was really funny. Yeah, but mine won. So thank you. Anyway, so mine is a funny story I found on Twitter. This is called a review: Bitter Wheat at the Garrick Theater. So Bitter Wheat is. A play that David Mamet wrote. David Mamet is a huge playwright from the United States. You might know his daughter is Zosha. Is that how you say that? Zosha, yeah. Zosha Mamet, a.k.a. Shoshana on Girls. So he is a huge playwright. What did he write? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? Was that him? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So if, if you know about that. And a couple other yeah, yeah. things. Oleana. Mm-hmm. Oleana. Bust it down, Oleana. No. <laughs> he did not write that. <laughs> no, that bust was Bust down, face. Oleana. Bust down, Oleana. <laughs> we want to see you bust down. <laughs> wow, those lyrics go completely I against the entire to. plot of Oleana. I had to. It's I so funny. Oleana, a literary thesis. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Okay, so this is a review I found. So apparently this is at the Garrick Theater, which is in Europe, from the, this person named Alice Seville. I won't read the whole thing because it's rather long, but she's writing a review about the play, which is a play about Harvey Weinstein and how he is a problem. This is how the play goes. Look, to give you some context, there is this Asian woman. She's really young and the play, he kind of sexually assaults her and kind of puts her in his office and like runs around the room um, trying to get her to have sex with him so she can be in this really huge movie. There are other characters in the play. There's like this um, secretary that does nothing about it. 
Um, but you'll have to read the whole thing. I won't read it because it really is long. This but... sounds really on the nose even for David Mamet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, and apparently like this Harvey Weinstein character eventually comes out on top because the Asian, the young Asian woman eventually apologizes to him saying, you know what? I'm so sorry for him sexually assaulting her. So that's what? the context that this review is coming from. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and the person that is playing um, the Harvey Weinstein character is John Malkovich. So Love this John was right. his. Yeah. This was his uh, return to theater. Cool. Okay. So literally, so Alice Seville writes, "Bitter Wheat Review." It was boring. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Her editor writes back, "Dear Alice." Thanks for filing your review in good time for once. I'm not sure the whole thing sent. If that is your entire response, I just wondered if you could flesh it out a little bit. Can you explain why it made you feel that way? Is boring really the right word for a 90 minute work from one of the 20th century's great playwrights with John Malkovich making his long awaited return to the stage in a leading role? Best wishes, the editor. Alice responds. Bitter Wheat Review, draft number two. It was boring. I didn't like it. My editor has asked me to expand upon this response, but I don't see why I have to do edits when David Mamet clearly hasn't. <gasps> Ooh! <laughs> oh my God. Why can't I just toss off my opinions in whatever form I see fit and then air them in front of a wide and surprisingly receptive audience, preferably one primed with quotes from the New York Times proclaiming my genius? Alice was trying to get fired. Wow. <laughs> the editor writes back, Dear Alice, this is a fair point, and it's great to see your confidence in your writing improving, but I'm still not sure this is a response we can publish. Could you give a bit of context to your opinions and some sense of the plot best, the editor? Bitter Wheat Review, draft number three. It was boring. I didn't like it. It was just a mishmash of vaguely comedic scenes with a thinly veiled version of Weinstein exploiting a young female actor, plus some ironic racism and a bit where a terrorist showed up with a gun. The Weinstein what? guy is called Barney Fine, <laughs> which insults my fingers in the typing. <laughs> is quite nice the end <gasps> the editor writes back alice clearly you hated the show and that's fine but i need you to give the reader some sense of why i'm not suggesting edits just to make your life harder i really think a show that's this high profile really needs examining in more detail please send over a review that's at least 400 words long and gives the reader some type of analysis of the play the editor she writes back bitter re review draft number four in an abuse of power, my editor is silencing my response to this show. <laughs> he writes back, Alice, seriously, the editor. <laughs> she finally writes a 400 page review. Uh, 400, 400 page? page 400 oh. word review. Oh, I was I like, went, oh, shit. <laughs> and she Powerful. literally goes in on this play. I will save that for you. And the editor says, Alice, thanks for responding to my suggestions. I'll look forward to your hot take transferring to the West End. I've already sold the movie rights. Ha ha ha, just joking. Still, at least you got a free glass of wine. Huh? The editor. <laughs> oh my goodness. It goes on to say, 
Alice Seville is the editor of Exunt, as well as working as a freelance arts journalist for publications. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that she was responding to herself, but that made me laugh. That is hilarious. Read really the whole funny. thing. That's it's, some good old fashioned theater that. shade right that there. That is <laughs> like she she wrote this herself, but it, it was amazing. It's one of the best. And honestly, reviews. who better to throw shade at? Yeah, it was it was a mess, and that's the end. <laughs> I like it. Great job. Good investigative journalism there. <laughs> um, right. Who's next? I've Sherry? got. A, I've got. I've got. A, oh. Oh, go, Sherry. Sure. Oh, oh. What? Uh, Sherry, do you want to pick? Ah. I do. Oh, okay. okay. I want Amanda to go next. Okay. Oh. You did that on a spite. Amanda, okay. go ahead. I did. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. Amanda's <laughs> locked and loaded. Unlike our president, who tweeted earlier this week, cocked and loaded. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> did you see Whoa. speaking of our president did you see whenever he commented on the prince of wales and spelled it w-h-a-l-e-s the memes Why? that came out of that one were great the prince of wales, the prince of wales. <laughs> our president is is a fucking unparalleled <laughs> like i can't okay so the story has nothing to do with our president one oh. time unfortunately for me I was at Julie's. Why? Because sometimes I'm a cheap date. So I went there with my boyfriend. And we were at Chili's. It was already just embarrassing because, one, I like Chili's. No offense. Like, I'm sorry. There's no offense needed. It's right. Chili's is And they have two for 20. Like, it was just all seeming. It was all seeming great. Their margaritas are good. Like, you know what? I just wanted to go there. It was a weekday. So I was like, it's fine. We'll be low key. Chili's is where I told you that I was transferring schools. That's right. We were at Chili's, and that's when they first debuted those little things where you could pay at the tables. Yeah. And we were like, oh, what's this? Fancy, you could pay fancy. here. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so I was at Chili's with my boyfriend, and we already were like, okay, you know, it's a weekday, so we'll be low-key. Like, we won't see anybody. Nobody we know comes to Chili's. So it was already awkward because we ended up sitting on the same side of the table because it was kind of loud in there and we couldn't hear. But it was fine because we weren't expecting to see anyone. Nope. Two of my coworkers walk in and are like, hey, Amanda, like, what are you guys doing here? And I was already like, wow, this is so embarrassing. One, they're seeing me at Chili's. Two, they're seeing me sit on the same side of the table. So like immediately I explained that away and was like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? We're only sitting over here because it was really loud. We can hear each other talk. They were like... Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. Super awkward. So that happens. We're basically done with our meal. We're leaving with just a shred of our dignity at this point. So we're walking out of Chili's towards the parking garage outside. We're walking hand in hand, enjoying our day. And then all of a sudden behind me, I hear a female voice say, Are you? inserts my boyfriend's name we'll call him rob for his discretion are you rob and my boyfriend and i both slowly turn around so i like literally he said what as an and you of course yeah yeah is she talking to us (laughs) right so she says are is your name rob and immediately i'm triggered so i very slowly turn because i'm like who the fuck would be asking my man's name in a female voice who is it so he turns around and looks at her and is like uh yeah and she's like oh okay well jessica's inside she says hi she turns around and walks into the restaurant i know you didn't let that slide oh no 
before I even realized what was happening, my little feet were moving so fast, <laughs> it looked like just my torso was floating into Chili's because I was not about to get hoed on the streets of Chili's. I was already at Chili's. I was not about to like be completely humiliated here. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, what? So I'm running basically back into the restaurant and I'm looking for this girl. I'm looking around, looking around. Looking around. The person greets me like, hey, ma'am. I'm like, I just ate here. Keeps walking. Like, I see they're sitting at the bar. Like, a bunch of fucking broke bitches. Why are you sitting at the bar at Chili's? Like, there are a million places you could be. Like, a halfway house. And you choose to be here? Like, I just don't understand. So. I need my inhaler. <laughs> so, I approach the makeshift Chili's bar. And there's a gaggle of girls sitting around maybe about five girls why I are you smelled them for chilies like that i smelled them before i saw them so i approach and you know the smell of musty weave slapped me in the face so i was like oh i think i'm heading in the right direction so i get to the bar and they're all sitting there kikiing laughing because you know that little short one who was outside just went up to them and was like i told her haha like he was scared like you know they were all laughing so i tapped on her shoulder i said Excuse me. <laughs> I tapped on her shoulder. I said, excuse me. And she turned around and she was shook. She didn't know what to do because she just saw me outside. And now all of a sudden I'm right next to her. And she's like, uh, hey. And I was like, hey, um, so you said um, Jessica was here and want to say hi. Who's Jessica? Which one of you are Jessica? And I'm looking around at these very meek looking girls at this moment. Like, someone tell me who the fuck Jessica is before I go wild. So, finally, they, like, point to one at the end looking very meek with a crooked wig. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, oh, are you Jessica? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, the little one who was outside, who's clearly the talker, she's like the Dijonet in the Proud Family crowd. Oh, okay. She's clearly mm-hmm. the Dijonet. And so the she's other like, girl was Zoe? The other Stop. girl was Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> the other girl was Zoe. She's Dijonet. So, she was like, um... You're La Cienega. I'm La Cienega Boulevardes, <laughs> a.k.a. that bitch. Okay. <laughs> so, she, as I'm asking, are you Jessica? The other girl, the Dijonet, is like, oh, how tall are you? She said, how tall are you? 5'1"? And I said, oh, no, honey, I'm five foot, but I have a big personality. And I turned right back around. I said, Jessica. And at this point, Rob has re-entered the restaurant, is looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are we in the restaurant at the bar? So... He's looking at them like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, so uh, Rob, you know Jessica, right? Because Jessica, she's the one who said that she knew you and that she says hi. So you see her? And he's like looking around, like searching for who the person is and then sees her finally. And I was like, oh, hi. And she's like, hey, how are you? And he's like, I'm good. You good? And she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And I was like, oh, cool. So everybody's good. So like y'all said hi. Everybody here said hi. (laughs) And now at this point, these girls are just, they're humiliated. I've embarrassed them. There are people in the booth looking at us like they're some fucking children. And I'm like, everybody said hi. Everyone's comfortable. Do you guys want to hug? Shake on it? 
kiss cheeks, like what else? And they're like, no, we're good. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, we're good. And I said, okay, cool. So we're gonna go, cause we're done dining, but you guys enjoy your $5 margaritas and we'll see you next time. And then we leave the fucking restaurant and that's the end of the story. Moral of the story, don't ever try to hoe me because that's not what you want. Mama did not raise me to be a hoe, so don't ever try to disrespect a queen. That's it. Damn. All right, mine is literally <laughs> two minutes long, and I honestly just want to go ahead and give Wait. up. Okay, so at one of my old jobs, I, we got a new manager one day who used to work at Panera, right? Um, and he told us this story one time of this guy whenever he worked there that would basically come in every single day into Panera Bread around like one o'clock and would just come in and he would <laughs> hang out for like hours and then he would leave. And this was like every day, kept going on and on. They kind of just forgot about him. He would always go to this back booth and just like sit and then he'd leave. He would come in and he had like one of those like refillable cups and he would just like get a refill and then go like refill it and then just go sit on his computer. And oh. one day, okay. another customer came up to the front apparently and was like, hey, um, I just went to the bathroom and in the trash can were like a bunch of Mike's hard lemonade cans. Oh, and, and, and they said, okay. So they literally had to go through like the security footage and they literally, in order to do that, you have to go to like corporate. Like right. they had to go through this whole thing and get like the security camera footage. And essentially what they found out was that this man would come in and he would get his like cup, right? He would pay for the refill, but he wouldn't go refill it. He had a bag with him that he would fill up with Mike's hard lemonades. <laughs> and so, like, he would just fill it up and he would sit there for, like, six hours a day watching Netflix, drinking Mike's hard lemonades in Panera. Well, whenever the next time he came in and they confronted his ass about it, they were like, hey, what are you doing? Like, what is this? Like, we, we know what you're doing. Like, come on. And he, he just fully came clean and said that he... Had been come, he would come into Panera and he would do this because he did not want to tell his wife that he got laid off six weeks ago. <gasps> so oh he would God. literally just come in and drink Mike's Hard Lemonades and watch Netflix and Panera Bread. <laughs> my guy, my guy, like Mike's Hard, that, that's what you go for he too. Was like, broke. <laughs> Mike's hard to go with his hard ass life that he's had. Right. This is Did not want to tell his wife that he got laid off. So instead of going to work, his <laughs> wife thought he was going to work. Meanwhile, he's going to Panera to sit and watch Netflix with the subscription that he cannot pay for. For with, six hours, what do you right. do for the other two? <laughs> Drive to <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't go to a Panera that she could stop in on her bus, right? Break. It's true. Right. Damn, that's fucking hilarious. Damn. Okay, well, that's it for this week's episode. You know what to do. Go ahead and like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend about us. You know know what what to to do. do. Go, Robert. You You know know what what to do. do. You is flexible. Robert, what you do know what to do is not do Jessica. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Um, Don't do that. And, you know, we're going to take the time to announce that this is episode 11. You guys have until episode 15 before we take a hiatus. We're going to take some time off, enjoy our summer, you know, sleep a bit. The pot of tea is fresh out. We have to steep some new ones. Yes, exactly. So you have about four more episodes to hear our lovely voices. So we take 
a little break. Okay, so we can't wait to talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.